right, welcome back to the Daily Bible Verse Podcast. I'm your host, Lydia, and today I have a guest with me, my friend, Lexi. Welcome here, Lexi. Thank you, Lydia. Excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so today we're going to chat about your summer Bible camp volunteering and share some of the devotions that you wrote for that, and then also chat a little bit about the story of Mary Magdalene. We chatted a little while ago about some of these topics, and I don't know, I just felt like share them on the podcast. Yeah, for sure. Uh, do you want me to start with my my summer at camp, or? Sure. I thought maybe start with an introduction. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure thing. Um, yeah, so this was actually, including my years as a camper, this is my 12th year at Pemina Valley Bible Camp, and it's a place that's really close to my heart. This year, I had the opportunity to um, lead the creative arts program there. And this was something that was really exciting for me because that was always the camp that I went to Mm -hmm. when I was younger. Yeah, and just an opportunity to uh, pour into these younger girls' lives and help them to, yeah, grow in their faith and come to know God more. We had uh, two skill times each day for the creative arts camps. In those skill times we would do a devotional to start each one. So one of the one of the devotions that I wrote was on Mary Magdalene and just about how God uses people like her in his story and about her devotion to him, um, even though women in that time weren't really allowed to be involved in ministry, mm-hmm. how she gave of her own means to to follow him and to help his ministry. Uh, That was really cool. I kind of, I built it off of the previous devotion being the cord of three strands and how that's a braid of you, of God, and of fellowship with other believers. And so from there, I kind of went on the angle of what are you going to do with your cord of three? And so that was where Mary came in and Um, after Jesus had saved her from the, yeah, from all the different uh, evils in her life. She had seven demons. Um, Once he had driven those from her and he saved her, she turned around and she she just dedicated her life to following him. And she, yeah, just, she used that cord of three to, to just devote her entire being to him. And I I think that's a really inspiring story um, and something that we can also look to do in our own lives with, yeah, with our own relationship with God and being in, uh, in community of, of believers. So, yeah, I just wanted to talk to the girls about, about ways that you can do that and, um, and using Mary as an example in those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so kind of circling back to your job as the arts and craft director at camp, uh, so what was like your day-to-day like? Usually, for myself, um, wake up somewhere around 6.30 and, you know, get ready for the day, go to staff meeting. Um, We would have a devotion time as a group and uh, afterwards we would go into prayer partners. We would pray together over the day, over what's to come, over what's been happening in our week. And 
uh, yeah, from there, the cabin leaders would go and get all the campers up and ready for breakfast. So everybody comes in, the dining hall is just lit with activity. Yeah. And <laughs> it's like, if you're not a morning person, like, that is not the place to be. Yeah, but, I'm not a morning person. <laughs> um, I guess by the time you get there, for staff anyway, um, it's... It's kind of giving you a chance to wake up. Yeah. So yeah. then it's it's okay, <laughs> but... But there's still, like, hundreds of kids. It's like, a lot. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, the the campers all file through for, for the meal before the staff do. Mm-hmm. So for myself, unless I'm eating with a table of campers mm-hmm. um, by invitation or however it goes down, then I will wait until after they've all gone and then staff will go through and yeah after supper oh supper (laughs) after breakfast (laughs) after breakfast we um we say our verse as a whole camp group so there'll be these posters on the wall that we'll read off of and this is the verse that we'll recite after each meal during Mm, the day so it's just kind of a way to get scripture um, into into their minds and mm-hmm. something that they can hopefully recall in the future or throughout the day. Kind of set the tone for the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something to think about mm-hmm. and something that we kind of go back to every every meal time yeah. when we're together as a as a group. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they'll do that and we'll have some announcements for the day. Um, the campers will go to their their cabins to do their morning devotions. And as a skill leader, I would go and get my my stuff ready for the morning skill. So whatever it is that we're doing that day, be it um, painting, macrame, whatever, um, I'll get that ready at our our location. And the girls will come meet me there. We'll do our, our devotion. We'll start in prayer and then we'll get into it. And it's just two hours of working on that skill and being together. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I'll play some music. <laughs> pretty pretty chill time. Yeah. Uh, after first skill is lunch right away. So we'll do that. Same deal with the verse and the announcements. And then after lunch, the campers go to Bible X, which is short for Bible Exploration. Okay. And it's basically just like a bit of a Bible study um, time as a cabin. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, they'll do that, go get some canteen afterwards, and from there they go to their afternoon skill. Sometimes we have a camp-wide activity in the afternoon, which kind of throws off skill a little bit. (laughs) Um, But yeah, usually we have skill around three. And same idea, we'll do another devotion, and we'll start with prayer, have our, our skill time, for another two hours and then five o'clock we'll go and have supper as a camp again and yeah sometimes after supper there's just like some chill time where the campers can um can just hang out go to the um the opa it stands for open play area okay so basically just a big grassy area okay um yeah so they can go to the opa and uh, play some games. We've got a lot of cool options, and it's a good opportunity for support staff, like the skill leaders, yeah, uh, to go and get involved with the the campers and get to know them. Yeah. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, sometimes we do have the camp wide games after supper, and yeah, around eight thirty or so we'll have Edge, which is kind of like chapel. It stands for Everyday God Experience. 
camp has a lot of acronyms. <laughs> um, we love it, though. Camp slang is, is good. Um, so, yeah, we'll have Edge, and there will be a speaker for the week. They'll, they'll come up after we do um, some worship time and a skit. And then usually there's a testimony as well. We'll listen to the speaker, and sometimes we'll close with some more worship. And after that, the campers head to bed. We go to bed. Um, it starts all over and again. It starts then. all over again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds like such a good time. It is a lot of fun. I, yeah. I really love being at camp. It's, yeah. It's exhausting, but mm-hmm. it is it is very good. Yeah. It's a good place to be. <laughs> yeah. So do you have any running projects that you work on for, do you do a different skill every day, or do you do something that's kind of similar the whole time that they're there, the same group of kids? So for one week of creative arts, we'll have different um, different skills for sometimes each skill time. Um, this year in particular, I kind of ran the same schedule every week. So we would have two different skills uh, for Monday in the morning versus the afternoon. And then on Tuesday, uh, same thing, but it would kind of... In Monday and Tuesday, it would kind of like, if you finished this one, you would keep working on the other one, because mm-hmm. some people were quicker at them, and some were slower at them, so yeah. it was kind of a nice mix of those skills yeah. for Monday and Tuesday, and then Wednesday, actually, uh, we had a guest come in to teach us macrame, uh, Kimberly Harder, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was a good time. Yeah. Uh, she... Yeah, she taught us how to do some macrame, and mm-hmm. the girls really loved that. It was yeah. it was such a good time. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Um, Thursday, we would start with a bigger project. So this was really fun for me because when I was a camper in creative arts, mm-hmm. um, I actually was one of the first... Well, I was, I was the first year mm-hmm. to have a bigger project as part of our week. And so this involves, like, doing some kind of mural or... Um, larger piece somewhere in on camp yeah so as a camper we in my group we did like the camp truck we did one of the client one side of the climbing wall so stuff like that Mm -hmm. and um, we would always mark it with a handprint and this was something that I got to carry on now as the leader for these other girls so full circle yeah (laughs) that was really it was really fun for me I was like yeah guys we're gonna mark it with our handprints and I was like just so excited because I knew exactly what the start of this looked like. Yeah. And it was really special that I got to carry that forward. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, uh, we did the front of our sports shed. Okay. And we painted a table at the gazebos. The gazebos is kind of like our creative arts headquarters kind of thing. There's a couple of gazebos and they've got some table space and it's just kind of a nice little secluded area for mm-hmm. us to do our thing. So we painted one of the tables, it was split into eight, and we did the story of creation. It was okay. really fun. Yeah. <laughs> and our final project was painting the very top floor of the climbing wall. So, like, thank goodness there was stairs to go up to the top, <laughs> yeah. and you didn't have to climb the wall every I time. I didn't even think of that, and I was just like, holy... 
Yeah, like whole cans of paint up the side of the climbing wall. Man, I would have needed some help. Um, <laughs> just, you just climbing with one hand. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But you're harnessed in, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah you would okay. be harnessed in. We yeah. did not climb the climbing wall. I'm not trained in that. No. Um, to to help the girls do that, we would have needed somebody who was trained. Oh dear. But there was stairs to go to the top. That's um, good. we just carried everything up. Mm. And it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. That one, so I didn't, I didn't do any planning really on the table project. Mm -hmm. I kind of just, I presented them with this and I had some ideas to kind of give them some inspiration, Mm -hmm. but I just assigned them each randomly a day of the creation story. I gave them the the scripture to follow up with that and I just let them do their thing and it turned out really cool. I liked how their different triangles like interacted with each other. Mm Um, like some of the water would go into the next one if there yeah. was water in the next one and then like the grass and the trees and that kind of thing that was yeah. really fun to see it all come together um, for the sports shed I ended up doing what had originally just been a doodle of mine the previous summer mm-hmm. but I showed it to one of the other leaders and they were like yes you should do that okay. and so I was like okay I guess I'm doing this and it was really interesting to see that kind of come to life. Mm-hmm. It was just a like a black pen drawing. Yeah. So I never imagined it in color, let mm-hmm. alone like <laughs> on something. Yeah. So that was fun. And the climbing wall was very last minute change. Um, I didn't have a solid plan for it. Mm-hmm. And it was like the week before and I was like, nope, I'm changing it. There was, like, kind of a plan in place. I was like, no, I I really think I need to change it to this. So I went into Psalm 3. Mm -hmm. Um, That was where I had been reading that that particular day. And it talked about finding victory in the Lord Mm -hmm. and how, um, like, I cry out and you answer me from your holy mountain. And my strength is in you. You are my shield. Stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was really fitting to go on the top of the wall. Yeah. Um, especially because sometimes kids end up on top there and they're they're scared. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> victory comes from the Lord. He's our strength. He's our shield, you know. I just thought it would be a neat piece of scripture to put yeah. up top there. That is really neat. And, yeah, it ended up really, really well. There was, there was these two gates uh, to, they're kind of like the, the starting points for the zip line and the rappel wall. So did some stuff on the gates, wrote some stuff on the railings. Mm-hmm. It, it was really cool. It was a lot of fun. And yeah, the girls did such a great job. It mm. was so neat to see them uh, just really take hold of, of the project each week mm-hmm. for each different group of girls. Just really grab onto it and just run with it. And yeah, they did such a good job. It was, it was a blessing to be with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love all of my all of my creative arts girls from this year. It was so fun. That does sound like a lot of fun. I myself am not a very creative person. I cannot <laughs> paint at all. Uh, I can't even think of anything that I've ever painted. You know, I don't think creativity should be limited to painting. Everybody no. everybody always says like, oh, I'm not so creative. I can only do a stick person. Yeah, and they're like only ever referring to drawing and painting and I just don't think that creativity should be limited to that no it's not I I've seen a lot of different skill levels in different areas Mm -hmm. come through that camp and it's really cool to see their different 
areas of skill come mm-hmm. to light and just see like you know somebody who is like oh I don't think I can do that and then they just like do a phenomenal job yeah so it's it's really cool to see creativity come out in different ways yeah yeah it was a lot of fun. Yeah, so you would always tie in a devotion with the project that you were doing. Uh, do you have any examples of any of the devotions that you wrote for that? On our last day, I talked about Rahab, actually. Okay. And um, it was just kind of speaking to how she would... It was speaking to the way that she just wholeheartedly had faith in God. And despite her past, despite her her sins and her mistakes, she was part of Jesus's lineage. Okay. Um, she she is listed in the genealogy of Jesus. That's and right, yeah. It's just really cool to me how um yeah, how he can use such broken people. And so I really wanted to share that with the girls because I know from being their age, it feels sometimes like you're just too far gone. Mm-hmm. And just like, oh, like, no, you know, I'm, I've done this and I've done this and, yeah. um, how could God love me or, or use me for anything good? How yeah. can, how can he, how can he possibly have a use for me? Um, and so I just really wanted to, to bring that up with them and to just share with them, like, you're not too far gone. Like God uses broken people and he he does that intentionally mm-hmm. and he loves you regardless. And it was just that, that last skill time, if we had already finished the big project for the week, it was kind of just a reflective uh, painting time. So I would give them all a canvas and some paint and play some music. And it was just kind of like, um, at camp, we do this thing called TOG, which is time alone with God. And it was just kind of like tog painting. Mm-hmm. So just a time for them to reflect. And I shared that one on the last day because I know that we also have tog in the evening of the last the last day. And I just kind of wanted to, I guess, facilitate some reflection time. Mm-hmm. And just, yeah, after all the different things that they've heard throughout the week and the different different stories, different topics about their worth and how they're loved and mm-hmm. all of that. I just really wanted to to show them, like, you know, like, do you know who Rahab is? <laughs> do you know what she did? Um, like, and not in detail. Yeah. But just, like, she was so broken. Yeah. And nobody would have ever guessed that she would be the one to end up in Jesus's line. And I just really wanted to, yeah, share that with those girls and just, like, you're not too far gone. It kind of also ties into Mary Magdalene's story yeah. as well, where she had seven demons. Yeah. She was kind of cast out of society, and Jesus chose her. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, in that in the Rahab devotion, I, I do tie it back to Mary as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just, yeah, in that that theme of him using broken people and, and delighting in doing so. Mm-hmm. And choosing. Yeah, exactly. Because, mm-hmm. yeah despite what we've done, what's happened in our lives, the different sins that we've committed, mm-hmm. um, any of that, he still chose in advance to adopt us into his own family, and this gave him great pleasure. It was, 
yeah, it's just a really cool, a really cool truth that we can find about our Savior. Yeah. All right, so as the seasons are changing, you are now going to a Bible school in Winnipeg. Do you want to speak a little bit about the school and then how you came to find the school and then your conviction to go? Yeah, absolutely. So I am now attending Miller College of the Bible. Okay. I found out about this school as a as a more general topic. Um, I learned about it a few years ago when my friend went to the Pembroke campus in Saskatchewan. Okay. But I was and I was kind of like, oh yeah, like that's cool. That looks like a really great school. I don't think I'll go. But, like, nice to know it's there, right? <laughs> Glad that you're going. Very good. A little option I can keep open. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then when we started our first week at camp with the discipleship campers, um, I was talking to some of our leadership, and they were like, oh, yeah, and next week we're going to be going to uh, to Miller. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Miller? And he was like, yeah, Miller College of the Bible. I'm like, What? Like, are you taking us to Saskatchewan? That's that's wild. Um, and the director was very quick to correct himself and mm-hmm. say, no, no, they have a campus in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, really? Like, how long has that been there? Um, they've only been in Winnipeg since, well, running a school year since 2021. So this is their second year with students. Mm-hmm. Um, they were preparing for the school in 2020 and they had staff living there already yeah so we the second week of discipleship camp we went with our whole staff team and the discipleship campers and everybody (laughs) we packed up and we went to Winnipeg and we slept on mattresses in the floor or on the floor in the dorms okay uh it was like in my room, I think we had eight girls in there, oh, and it was just, like, mattresses lining the floors, yeah. and everybody just, like, pick a spot and put your backpack in the middle, yeah. you know? Um, pretty pretty crowded. Uh, yeah, we, it was really good. We had some sessions with the instructors there, and we did some outreach, uh, like, some street ministry. Mm-hmm. We got to go visit UGM and do some some stuff there. Mm-hmm. It was really busy, really packed full. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was really good. And from the moment that I had arrived there, um, I just felt something in my heart move. And it was, I was trying to figure out if it was excitement or if it was something more. Mm -hmm. It felt like something more because it was very unexpected. Like I knew I was excited about coming, but it was a very unexpected feeling. So yeah, we... We got there, we settled in, and things just started rolling right away. It was a very busy, busy couple of days. But throughout the time that we were there, I just felt again and again these little tugs at my heart. And I was like, man, what is it? Like, what's going on here? Um, I had kind of been pretending like I was super nonchalant about whatever happens in fall. I left my position at work to work at camp. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, well, maybe I'll go back to my facility. Maybe I'll go to a different one. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll do some travel work, you know. Um, I wasn't really sure what it all all would look like in fall, but I was just pretending to be super chill about it Um, and just saying whatever happens, happens. I'll let God show me what he wants. Mm -hmm. 
And apparently what he wanted was Bible school. (laughs) Um, That was a really hard pill for me to swallow, honestly. I was excited about it, but at the same time, I had been expecting to go back to work in some capacity. Yeah. So it was, it was a lot for me to kind of wrap my mind around, but yeah, it was just time and time again throughout our visit there, I just felt this, this tug at my heart and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed (laughs) and I was like, God, show me what you want. And on our, the morning before we were going to leave, I was so frustrated I was praying to God and I was like, God, I know that you tell people what you want them to do sometimes, like Mm -hmm. right away, just super clear. Like, I know that you, you know, somebody walks into a room and you're like, yep, that's your future spouse. Like, I know that you do this. I know that you can be super clear about things. (laughs) And I've just never experienced this from you. Like, I always, I always pray through them and I have to wait for you to answer and that's fine. Yeah. But right now I really want an answer. I really want to know, like, can you just tell me already? And like, what is going on in my heart right now? And I, yeah, I got frustrated. And then I was like, you know what? It's, it's okay. It's okay. You're, you are good. And, you know, I trust you and I'm going to breakfast now. (laughs) So it all happened before breakfast. (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was a busy morning, man. Um, yeah. So We had some more sessions in the morning, Mm -hmm. and uh, the director had just, he was just about to pray for our lunch, and he said, he had already said this to me and a friend of mine when he was showing us around Mm -hmm. the previous day, but he said again to our whole group, he said, if you are feeling any kind of stirring, uh, we are still praying for like 10 to 15 more students for the fall. And, like, we would love to have you. And at that moment, I just burst into tears. Um, and honestly, like, our sessions were on apologetics that morning. Okay. So it's it's just defending your faith. It's not, it's not like, anything touchy-feely emotional. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was just very straight-cut, you know, um, just learning how to defend your faith. Yeah. And it wasn't anything that was really getting me emotional, but I just burst into tears and I couldn't stop. And I was just like, okay, okay, I think, I think this is, like, pretty clear. (laughs) I got my answer. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I think I got my answer here. So I grabbed one of my friends and I pulled her into the stairwell with me. And I was like, I need to talk. (laughs) And I explained everything that had been going on the last couple of days. Yeah. And we talked through everything. We went through all the different options that I could have in the fall. And everyone, it was kind of like, okay, I could do this, but then this. And the but was always something that would be detrimental to my faith life. And we got around to the option of, okay, I could go to Miller. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I could go to Miller. Like, there was no but. Yeah. It was like, yeah, I'll have to figure out some financial stuff, but there's, there's no downside to this. And it's like I could go to Miller and do all these things with exactly, it. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I we yeah, we talked through those options and I realized that there was just there was nothing really stopping me from that. And I knew that if it was God's will that he would provide. Mm-hmm. And so I yeah, I spoke that out. I said, Yes, I think God wants me to go to Miller and 
prior to this trip, my brain had been just overwhelmed with thoughts about so many things. And it was just, there was, there was no peace to be found. I was just wrestling through all kinds of different things. And as soon as I spoke that out, it all just stopped. There was just, just overwhelming peace in Mm -hmm. my mind. And I, yeah, I felt very confident in that and thinking about my fall and, you know, like, okay, well, what if I did this anyway? It was just like, no, no, that doesn't sit right. (laughs) Um, So I, yeah. I got my answer and I, I felt a little bit childish after my, um, I guess, frustrated prayer that morning, yeah. but it was, it was really good. And I went and talked to the director and we started to, he, he told me what my next steps would be for that. Yeah. And I, yeah, I applied and did everything for that while I was at camp. It was super busy. It was like, Anything I can do during the week, I do on my time off. And then when I get home on the weekend, I do all my stuff online. Yeah. Um, yeah, very busy. But it all it all came together. And um, even though there's been some hard, hard stuff going on, it's been a really, really good experience. And there's been a lot of growth. And, mm-hmm. yeah, the community there is just awesome. Miller College of the Bible has a mission statement that says that they want to create passionate, relevant servants of Christ that are shaped by the entire scriptures. And so our teaching is just straight out of the Bible. Okay. It's, it's all very Bible based and yeah, it's, we have an integral model. So it's split into four pieces. There is character development, relationships, Bible knowledge, and life skills. So throughout what we do at Miller, we are growing in all of these areas. So as important as Bible knowledge is, it's not going to really, honestly, it's not going to really do a whole lot in terms of your servanthood if you don't have, you know, um, if you don't know what to do with relationships, if you don't have your life skills, if you, um, if you just know everything, but you don't know how to, to share it with people and mm-hmm. you don't know how to live that out and just, like, connect with others, it's not going to do you a whole lot of good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we have a, a large focus on being able to share it with other people and just whatever area of life we end up in, whatever we're doing, like, if you're working at McDonald's, if you're out in the missions field, um, it's all the same. We want to be passionate, relevant servants of Christ that are shaped by the entire scriptures. So I, that, that was something that also drew me to it when I was starting to consider it before I had that confirmation. Um, that was something that definitely drew me towards the school, just knowing that that was what they stood for and Mm -hmm. the different things that they they focused on and yeah it was really good to experience some of their their sessions from uh, from the instructors kind of gives you a taste of what class will be like yeah so that was really good and yeah I've been I've been loving classes so far do you have a lot of classes in a day actually usually only one okay so the way my schedule is set up Mondays I will have um, Torah and Greek Okay. So, yeah, I'm learning biblical Greek. <laughs> it's a lot, but it's it's really fun. It's exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Torah 
is just like the first five books of the of the Bible. Okay. Right now we're doing Genesis and Exodus. Next semester we'll finish off the rest of them. Um, and then Tuesdays I will have Gospels. And then Wednesday is Communications, which is more of a practical course. And then Thursday we have um, Theology and then Greek again. Greek is usually like a shorter class time mm -hmm. than um, the other ones. Usually my classes are like three, um, three hour blocks. And then Greek is, I think, two hours. So yeah, I'll get about four hours of Greek in one week. Yeah. Is that enough? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's enough. I yeah. have to practice every day. Yeah. To like just retain that, like what yeah. you learn because yeah. especially like learning a new language is tough. It is. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of different rules mm -hmm. to to be learned, different charts mm -hmm. to be memorized. We have a quiz every class, so it kind of helps you with retaining yeah. that. Um, yeah. And then Friday, actually, I have my Greek is my first elective. And then on Friday, I have my second elective. And that's called Urban Edge. It's kind of um, more of a ministry based course, but less on the side of outreach and more so preparing you to go out and do ministry. So we'll be hearing from different missionaries or different ministries throughout the year. And we'll also be going on different outings. So we went to a refugee house um, just last week. We did a progressive supper where we visited different cultural homes and they provided different pieces of, of food that, um, yeah, that would just be part of their culture mm -hmm. and we'll be going to visit like a mosque and the Sikh temple stuff like that so just kind of to give us an idea of different cultures and different ways to reach out to them different opportunities that kind of thing yeah so that'll be Fridays and it's always kind of a little bit um a little bit flexible yeah with what we might be expecting mm -hmm. each week but yeah and then I actually have two worship groups that I'm a part of as well. So it keeps me really busy. <laughs> Sound like a busy girl. <laughs> yeah, sure am. <laughs> but it's good. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, sounds it's... like a full week. And I like that you have just like one subject a day. You're not like yeah. doing like a bunch of different ones in a day where you can just like know every day of the week. Mm -hmm. Like you can focus on something different every day. Yeah, mm -hmm. it really gives us... Um, a good opportunity to dig in a little bit deeper, yeah. ask those tough questions, have discussions as a class. Um, just, yeah, we have a little bit more wiggle room with that instead of like, oh, well, we can't get too far into this because you guys only have this class until this time. You know, um, we can we can take that time and our only, our only split during those three-hour blocks is to go to chapel kind of mid-morning. So... Yeah, it, it's a really nice setup, I think. Yeah. Are there a lot of students? We have about 30 students. Okay. Um, some of them are commuting. Some of them are in dorm on campus. So it's, yeah, I'm not exactly sure how many of us are actually in dorm, but I think we have around 30 students, and sometimes we have people who are just there for like 
select classes. So we'll have a bunch of people from around the community as well coming in for different classes, which is really fun. They want you to be able to confidently live out and share your faith yeah. regardless of where you are. Yeah, okay. So instead of just like, oh, well, I can't share my faith because I'm just, you know, a waitress or I'm just this. It's... I'm not a missionary at this certain place yeah. so that I can't really be a missionary where I live. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, I'm not in the missions field, so I can't do that. Yeah. No, like, we're, we're all in we're the missions all in field. The mission <laughs> <field>. <laughs> we're just doing it on different levels yeah. and to different people. And I think every... Every part of it is important because mm -hmm. if we all ran out into the missions field, like, n the economy would crash. <laughs> like, there would be, you know, obviously, that would also have to be if everybody was, um, everybody was Christians already. Yeah. Like, we'd all run away. But then who would talk to them? Um, <laughs> to who was left, right? Yeah. It would just, it wouldn't work no, if we were... Like, God gives us different gifts and different callings mm -hmm. for a reason. Like, we cannot all go to Ethiopia and be missionaries there. We can't all go into Asia. We can't all go, you know, up north. Yeah. There are different giftings and different callings for a reason. Yeah. And for some of us, that might look like being at home and maybe being a mom or a dad. Mm -hmm. um, it might look like waitressing and... Maybe you are just scraping by on each paycheck. Maybe you are, you know, struggling financially. Maybe you are thriving financially. Yeah. Um, any walk of life, wherever you end up, mm -hmm. they want you to be solid in your faith and just ready to share that and just live it out in general. Like, we want to be, we want to be disciples and we want to be known by by the light of Christ shining through us and yeah. by the way we love one another and the way we treat other people yeah exactly mm -hmm. yeah well this has been a very fun chat it has been <laughs> it I has. agree <laughs> I was debating like after we had talked I'm like I really would like to have her on the podcast so she can share her <laughs> stories and then I just kind of I prayed about it on my guests and stuff like that and then I got a notification on my snapchat it said Lexi shared a story and that was the first time I ever got a notification about that oh. and then I was like I'm asking her oh that's, <laughs> There's so, <my> sign. <laughs> that's so fun I love that yeah that's really neat yeah all right so I ask every guest what is your favorite bible verse right now my favorite bible verse right now oh, I wouldn't say it's like my favorite that I would um, like deem number one mm -hmm. but currently a verse that's been coming up again and again in my life <laughs> um, kind of creating a theme um, I'd say it's a favorite but something I'm wrestling through yeah. is 2nd Corinthians 12 verses nice. 8 to 10 yeah I'll, I'll double check that I I know it's Corinthians 12 8 to 10 um, I'm just gonna make sure it is the second Second Corinthians. <laughs> I kind of messed up my tabs. That's okay. <laughs> I put them all in the cluster and I'm like, why did I do that? <laughs> That's okay. Um, yeah. Second Corinthians 12 verses 8 to 10. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. 
That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Love that. Yeah, it's it's definitely been a theme lately. <laughs> so yeah. something that's not necessarily easy for me to hear, mm-hmm. but something that I definitely am praying over and and meditating on. Yeah. Just the last line in there for when I'm weak, then I am strong. Yeah. Always kind of gets you thinking for a really long time. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and it was just really interesting to see just all of the different places that it would come up in my life. It was like conversation after conversation, like even just seeing it written on things. And I was like, oh man. What's happening? <laughs> yeah. I was like, am I going crazy? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> just might be. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. This has been such a fun chat. I, I really agree. enjoyed it. <laughs> me too. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> All right. See you. See you.